Ladies and gentlemen, federal employees, welcome to this episode. And if you are a air traffic controller, you are in the exactly right spot because today we're going to go over the main things about your retirement that you need to know that is specific to you as an air traffic controller. Now, if you are special provisions, whether firefighter, law enforcement, if you fall under those special provisions, many of these things are going to apply to you, but not all of them. And in the future, we will be producing some videos specifically for you guys, so hang tight for that. Now, if you're a traditional first, just know, while some of this will be helpful to know, many of it doesn't apply to you. This is specifically for air traffic controllers and how their retirement works. So let's dive right in. If you are on the podcast, you don't know it, but I'm going to be sharing my screen of an article that we wrote about this thing. So I have some visuals to walk you through as we go. So let's dive right in. Number one, the first thing you have to understand is when you are eligible to retire. And as an air traffic controller, there's really two criteria that you have to meet. Well, not two, but one or the other, right? You have to meet one of these two criteria. Number one, you have to have at least 25 years of service at any age, okay? So if you ever hit 25 years of air traffic controlling time, then boom, it doesn't matter what your age, you can retire. That's number one. Some people won't, won't get there, though. Some people, if you have at least 20 years of service at age 50, so if you, again, have at least 20 years of service and you're at least age 50, then you could, you're eligible to retire as well. Those are the two criteria, at least 25 years or 20 years at at least age 50. Those are the two rules. Now, if you don't hit one of those criteria, then you fall under the traditional FERS retirement rules, which I'm not going to cover today, but you could certainly find, I have tons of articles on that, on the rules, when you're eligible to retire. And long story short, it takes longer to be able to retire, and the pension isn't as generous as it is for air traffic controllers. So as a general rule, you want to be eligible for air traffic controller um, retirement because it is very generous. So now the next question I get all the time is, okay, when you say you're eligible to retire and you hit one of these criteria, what does that mean? What benefits come along with that? Basically, if you hit one of these criteria, meaning, again, you have 25 years of service at any age or 20 years at age 50, what that allows you to do is you could retire right away, keep your health insurance, keep a lot of your benefits, and get a pension, a monthly check right away. Those are the benefits I'm talking about, okay? Now, you probably know as the air traffic controller, there is a forced retirement at age 56. As you know, it's a very demanding job. And as a way to keep the workforce young, there is a mandatory retirement at age 56 for air traffic controllers. Okay, so now, now that we know, okay, there's a mandatory, mandatory retirement, we know what we have to have to be eligible to retire. What will your pension look like once you are eligible to retire? How is that calculated? So this is the calculation right here. Long story short, you take your high three salary, which your high three basically is the average annual salary you got paid during the three highest earning years of your career. So let's do a quick example. Let's say the last three years of your career happen to be when you got paid the most, which for most people it is, right? It doesn't have to be the last three, but it, it often is. And let's say, this is a simple, easy example. Let's say in the, in the third to last year, you got paid 98000 In the second to last year, you got paid 100. And in the last year, you got paid 102. So if you average those together, it's 100 grand a year, okay? So in that case, someone's, their high three would be 100 grand, right? That's what the high three means. Times 20, okay, times 1.7%. Now, the reason this is 20 is because as an air traffic controller, you have to have at least 20 years to retire 
under air traffic controller rules, right? Now, there's actually an additional part of this equation as well. Basically, you again take your high three, and you times it by the years of service beyond 20. So if you have, let's say, 25 years or 30 years, then you add those additional years. So if you have, let's say, 25 years, you do your high three times five, because that's the years of service you have beyond 20, okay? And you times that by 1%, 1%. So as you can see, for the first 20 years of your career, you get 1.7% of your high three, but anything beyond that, you get a smaller percentage of your high three for anything beyond 20. So you get the most bang for your buck for the first 20. You still get a good bang for your buck for the later years, but it's still just not as much. So basically, you, you add these together. You add whatever you get when you times your high three times 20 times 1.7 plus your high three times your years beyond 20 times 1%. You add that together, okay? And let's, this is, let's do an example. Let's say, again, someone's high three is 100,000. They've got, uh, let's say, 25 years total. So 100,000 times 20 times 1.7 equals $34,000, okay? Now, we, they have 25 years, so that's five, that's five extra years beyond 20. So we take, again, 100 grand times five times 1%, okay? And that equals 5,000. We add those together. So their gross annual pension once they retired would be $39,000. That is how the math works. Again, you want to plug your own number, numbers in to get a gauge for where you're going to be at. But this is a good example. And again, there's more information if you want to go check out the article about your high three and how that works. Now, for special provisions, you're also also eligible most of the time for the first supplement. Now, the first supplement can also be called the Social Security supplement, the annuity supplement. There's lots of names for it, but it's all the same thing. Long story short, I'm not going to dive into the nitty gritty of it, but know you're eligible for it. And if you want to check out, I have what they call an ultimate guide. So if you just Google the first supplement for for special provisions, and then Haas Federal Advisors, the name of our firm, it'll pop right up. It'll be a long article and video walking you step-by-step step what the first supplement is, how it affects you, how much it's going to be. But long story short, it's extra money that you get from the time that you retire till the time you turn 62. Now, there's there's some nuance there, but that is the general rule. It's an extra benefit you get for retiring early because as a special provision, you generally can retire earlier than most federal employees. So you get it right when you retire, assuming you're eligible, up until the time you turn 62. So those are the biggest things. Now, okay, actually one last thing. <laughs> okay, um, one last thing. When can you access your TSP as an air traffic controller? This is a great question and one that a lot of people run into issues with. Long story short, for most retirement accounts, you have to wait until 59 and a half to get access to them without a penalty. Now, you could also always get into your TSP, but if you get into it before you're 59 and a half, you pay taxes and a penalty. Okay, so ideally, we follow the rules so we don't have to pay a 10% penalty. Now, as an air traffic controller, there's one exception to this rule. The exception is that if you retire in the year you turn 50 or later, you can get into your TSP right away without any penalty. Right? But as you probably just heard, you have to retire in the year you turn 50 or later. So what happens if someone has 25 years? Let's say they're 48 or 49. They start, started their career early. Right? They haven't hit 50 yet, and they want to retire. Well, guess what? They can retire. However, they're not going to be able to access their TSP right away without a penalty because the rule is you have to retire in the year you turn 50 or later. So if they kept working until 50, boom, they have access to it. But the rule is kind of an all-or-nothing thing. If you retire before the year you turn 50, you then don't just wait till 50. You have to wait till 59 and a half 
to get into your TSP money. So keep that in mind. That's a big, big mistake I see all the time is if someone retires, let's say, at 48 or 49, they're not quite there, and they expect to get into their TSP without penalties, they're going to be surprised, right? So those are the biggest things to worry about as a air traffic controller. If you have any follow-up questions about your specific situation, stick in the comments below. We can't get to everything, but we try to produce our future content based on that. And again, if you're other, you know, a different type of special provisions, we will certainly have stuff coming for you in the future. And there's tons of links below in the description to submit questions, to make an appointment with us. There's tons of great things you can access in the description below. I hope that's helpful. Have an incredible rest of your day, and we'll talk soon.